Welcome back to the Solid Plus Podcast. Uh, it's great to have you with us, and I hope you enjoy this interview with some of our Solid alumni. I'm excited for you to hear their story. Well, today we have the absolute joy to have Emily and Peter with us on the podcast, and they were together actually on the same course, 2018. Uh, did Edge together and we are just so excited to interview these guys and hear a little bit about their journey these past couple of years. Do you want to share a little bit about this one? Yeah okay so Peter's incredibly creative and I just love that he also um, just embraces the the world and everything like nature and natural and Emily I think you just uh, compliment um, Peter just so well and just um, your joy and your smile is just excellent and just like lights again lights up a, a, a room and yeah I think when anybody meets you guys as a couple you're like I, I want to get to know them I, I want to spend time with them and um, I'm sure that's um, what everyone on the water's um, been <laughs> been thinking as they uh, meet you guys too which yeah. is a bit of a prelude into what we'll be talking about today. yes um, yeah Emily and Peter are definitely the type of couple who you're like man I could just sit and have coffee with you for hours really easy to talk to and so we're just gonna have kind of Everyone who's listening into the, this conversation, we're doing this over Zoom, but we're just kind of having a, a chat with Emily and Pete and hearing their story. So these guys have uh, decided to sort of take a different path. Um, you guys decided you got married and then you decided that you would not kind of buy into the the narrative, the story that you have to get a, mor- a mortgage, you have to, you know, get careers going right away. Um, and you, you bought a, a houseboat. So tell us a little bit, tell everyone a little bit about kind of some of the things that led you to this decision uh, to, to get, uh, to go a different way. For sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, there, there is that kind of narrative and, and pressure of like, okay, you've gone to uni, you, you get married, you get a house, you're in a mortgage for years. And it, it was just like, a lot for us like I mean it feels like a lot of pressure probably for everyone but I think it it wasn't something we were like oh we really want to jump there um and then kind of we've always liked watching like tiny house videos um tiny house nation on Netflix would recommend um like stuff like that and basically what happened is that Emily's sister um, her youngest sister just had this dream one night that we brought a like rusty old narrow boat and that fun. we did it up and moved into it. And we kind of, she told us about it and we looked at each other and just were like, ah, oh, let's do it. Um, yeah. yeah. She was quite prophetic. So we were like, yep, yeah. <laughs> we'll take that. Um, and we never really thought about it before then, like a narrow boat, but we were like, oh, this, this fits and like we can move around and it, it like gives us yeah freedom um that we wouldn't have before I love a good transformation project mm-hmm. like yeah it just was a great great fit for us um so yeah we brought a well we looked on Facebook marketplace and found a, a tiny 42 foot narrowboat from the 1980s and it was very rusty and actually in much worse condition than we first bought um but we've been we moved in in September and we've been kind of doing it up um, ever since. Um, 
but yeah yeah you started doing up a week before we got married mm-hmm. um I aimed to get it basically all done so that it would be lovely for you to move in um <laughs> nine yeah. months later we're still doing it up um so yeah I mean it's all good isn't it um but yeah we're like massively into like creativity and like community and also just like we kind of wrote like a marriage vision statement before we got married. And one of it was like really like listening to the voice of Holy Spirit every day. Like, no, and like, I don't know, being quite radical and, and adventurous with that. And so I guess it almost felt like his first, like, come on guys, let's do this adventure mm-hmm. together. And we just, yeah, we're all in. Like we want to start our marriage off being like, we're obedient to the father. Yeah. Um, and I think it was, we we didn't want to live an ordinary life anyway. Um, like that's part of doing Soul Edge, is is being room for the ordinary. But I think it was quite an obvious way that we can be like, no, like let's not fit into the ordinary uh, mold of things. Um, like we have to do things differently here. We have to slow down and live with the seasons here because like we only have a log burner and you have to chop wood and you have to like make fires and fill up the water tank and like it's a very different pace of life and I think there's something about the intentionality of life here that we really love and yeah forces us to slow down and press into rest and Mm. be connected with the outside and yeah do all the things that we value and care about it kind of forces us to do them Mm. um yeah in a way we may be hopefully would have gone after but it would have been less easy to go after in a like brick and mortar house setting yeah i love that and i think you're so right you said you know there is so much pressure to you know get leave university and kind of engage or enter into that the path that everyone else has taken but i love that you guys like hang on let's pause for a second no we, we don't actually have to buy into that narrative and we can think creatively about sort of how are we gonna live differently um take risks and live according to our values and and that's what i'd really like encourage our solid alumni community and everyone who's listening like to that that we're not we don't have to necessarily buy into like oh we have to take this path that everyone else has taken just because it's the common path i think one of the blessings for uh, for josh and i with with that in mind is um by living in herbert um in a really random place in the middle of nowhere canada um like god giving us uh like the soul edge house like because of where it is right it meant that we had to sink less financially into like a building which then essentially meant that we had more time to be able to invest into the kingdom so there's a trade-off we might not be living in the most fun adventurous place at least right now um but what that's meant um has been really intentional in that um and and we've seen the fruit of that like that yeah. they've been able to have the ability like some of that wiggle room in like both financially with like the times that we do not have to like work every hour of the day in a different job instead we could use that like for ministry and so i've been really thankful for what that's meant over the last kind of 10 10 or so years yeah. so and for you guys, did you, obviously you probably had people like question the decision, but do you feel like you really have experienced sort of the blessing or the, the other side of that decision of, oh, this is, uh, this is the freedom that this affords us? Yeah, I think I totally relate to you guys saying that actually when, when you, like we don't live the most glamorous lifestyle, we're like in a little tin can, but we do have more time and space and like 
energy to do other things and to pursue other things um yeah and we and like our parents are actually super supportive mm-hmm. um but a lot of our friends thought it was a joke um <laughs> about the boating didn't they so yeah. um until we'd actually bought it they were like wait this is this is a joke right and we're like no 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 this is like real <laughs> um did you wanted to say on that um yeah no I think yeah everyone was super supportive um like but yeah it was only when we brought it they were like oh oh you're actually doing this and I think now I think it was hard at first I think like the whole year has been mental with like pandemic stuff anyway and then renovating and like so I think winter was pretty hard because you it does get pretty cold and um as Emily learned from Canada she gets pretty cold so so that was hard and it like (laughs) it it felt like it was dark all the time and we weren't like super living our best lives but actually now like people always say that narrow boats are like made for the spring and summer and like now that it's starting to get lighter and warmer we like we love it like we wouldn't like we just sit outside by the water and have our coffee every day and it's just like beautiful and you get to move around and like like one of the most unexpected gifts has been like the boating community is like so tight um like how neighbors used to be back in England back in the day like and aren't so much anymore actually like narrow boaters all talk to each other and like especially in lockdown like that has been such a rich sense of community mm-hmm. just getting to know like our neighbors and stuff and like hanging out on the roof of our boats with coffee and just like yeah. hearing their stories and because like everyone's come to a narrow boat for a reason um like I've come up with this phrase that like everyone on a narrow boat is running away or running towards something mm-hmm. um because that is just like how you meet people you're like oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're running away <laughs> um we like to think we're running towards something <laughs> yeah we, we like to think that um but yeah like you were saying about the extra space given as well like we have we this is our missional community Mm -hmm. um like Peter very much kind of studied like mission going into a setting and becoming part of that setting to do mission and that's what we're doing and we are doing mission to people in in the boating community and it looks it looks unusual and you know we're on a boat to do it but because we have that extra time and space and energy to to you know have coffee with people who live on boats and hear about their stories like it's just incredible um just talking about Jesus in a way that they don't even realize we're talking about him but um yeah like I love that that's really unexpected and wonderful yeah 100% wow Emily I still remember the the year snow camping with you I think at one point during the night or the next morning you had uh multiple jackets on from other members of the group and like 10 10 or 12 like jackets or layers on it and you're like i'm still kind of cold and we're like how can you be cold (laughs) yeah i think i counted like 10 down jackets or something um impressive yeah (laughs) thanks team team. i think that means only one of the one of my team weren't giving me their down jackets (laughs) (laughs) hopefully that wasn't pete So yeah, um, yeah, I'm I'm very much known for being very very cold, um, but here we are. Uh, <laughs> yeah, give us a little snapshot for those of you, uh, our listeners who haven't like kind of seen any of your Insta stories, and you can definitely go check them out. Mm-hmm. Um, but that will it will include mm-hmm. the link. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 
what what is sort of like cooking and sort of yeah heating what is life like a quick snapshot of, of how that looks and works for sure okay so when we first moved on we had no electricity uh gas heating or water, Running water. yeah so <laughs> that wasn't fun but honestly we were just so happy to have a place of our own that we loved it um but then we did get those things sorted so we have a solar panel that does our electricity um we can also like plug into mains when we're at somewhere that like has a place to plug in um we've got like a normal well gas oven that we um use like hobs and stuff and we've got uh running water and a semi-working water tank um Don't at the talk moment to me about it, yeah, yeah. Mm. um <laughs> yeah so and then it, we kind of it's we've got quite a small narrowboat even for narrowboats so it's six foot wide and then um it's 42 foot long but the front and back areas are kind of like more like outside spaces and our inside space is kind of all in one like open plan mm -hmm. vibe so uh we've got our bed one end um which because both Emily and I are definitely left less than six foot, we can sleep um, across ways, whereas most people don't really have that privilege. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, we've got a little table and chairs and counters and yeah, it's, it's sweet. Um, yeah, you can never get away from each other. <laughs> yeah, it does, because it, it is a small space. Like we are, it gets messy quickly. It also like tidies up pretty quickly, thankfully. Mm. Uh, and yeah, we, we've had to like, it's been the first year of marriage, like navigating like space needs and things in a space where the only other room is going and sitting on the toilet. Like it's, <laughs> it's been interesting. Um, I have been known to sit in the shower. Yeah. Um, <laughs> really good. So I think yeah we were gonna ask you guys so how has the first year of marriage been um are you glad to have done that on the boat um yeah peter okay yeah it's been fun it's been a whirlwind i think this year has been a whirlwind for everyone so it's been hard to tell like the hard things this year what's been marriage what's been pandemic what's been job hunting what's been you know uh really but we we've loved like we're so relieved to yeah, be married yeah like yeah it's yeah. just felt like supernatural just to like finally be together and have a little place and like yeah get a little dog and do life together we we love that um yeah I think we've we've learned a lot about each other and about ourselves mm. like I think because we do a lot of work on communication in dating like we kind of were like oh we're great and actually I think we did build up some really good tools that have really helped us and served us um in the first year of marriage but also we've got home and we're like oh there's so much more like mm -hmm. communication issues mm -hmm. and misunderstandings and yeah messy fun stuff um I remember yeah. like before we got married I was like talking to um uh, talking to the father and I was like I'm just not ready and I remember him just being like you'll never really be ready um and like I think that was just really good wisdom for me because I, I like you're not ready like you just have to face it every day um knowing that you have you know the Holy Spirit to intercede and to you know and to rely on and to ask wisdom from and 
um, you have this friendship that you've built up together. But yeah, I've learned, we've learned strange things. It turns out I fall asleep um, during arguments. Mm. So that's like a fun, <laughs> fun fact. It's kind of frustrating sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, what have we learned about you? Oh, all sorts. Yeah, all sorts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try to use that one. I'm not sure I can pull it over there. <laughs> um, yeah, Peter, like, just hides rubbish in places is what I've learned. Yeah. <laughs> like instead um, of going to the bin, which bear in mind our, our narrow bit's quite small, so the bin's not yeah. super far away, they'll just put it under the pillow. And I'm like, this is great. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, so we're gonna ask you guys, um, and, and Emily specifically as well, like um, obviously we've just heard some of your marriage journey the last year or so. What else has been kind of going on with life? What else, else have you been kind of navigating? Mm, yeah, so for me, I kind of um, applied for a master's in integrative counselling and psychotherapy last summer, and they um, they asked me to interview for this year, going into start in September 2021. Um, and I'd already been on a bit of a journey. So on Soul Edge, I actually had a medical school place, and um, God asked me to give it up, um, which I did, um, <laughs> which was incredible for my heart, like definitely like I've, I've been on a massive journey of like learning not to put my identity and worth in my like academic academic ability but I still had this kind of um definite worth and value placement in you know I'm I'm good at um talking to people I'm good at interviews I'm good at all of that stuff and I went for an interview in integrative counseling and psychotherapy and I got rejected um and it was the only place I'd applied for because I just honestly had a great belief, which I don't think is a bad one, um, but that I would just get in. Um, and I didn't. And it was actually really, really rough for me. And I think when something like that happens and you react almost disproportionately, you start to realize that perhaps it has it's it's become intertwined with your identity and worth. Mm. And it wasn't about, you know, this university not wanting me. It was about so much more it was about mm -hmm. like not being good enough and not being worthy enough and that's real you know I had to go up this medical school place like god what are you doing like where am I going am I not academic anymore and you know I, I have an incredible job that I love um most of the time as a nanny but it's not seen as prestigious by society at all right now um and it's not forever but I even had that on my head I was like well you know I'm just not seen as worth like worthy or valued at all and that's been incredible, to be honest, to be rejected. I'm still working through it. So this is some raw, like reality, fresh, fresh reality for you. But um, yeah, working out that like, I have to, I, there is purpose for me and there is love for me in the midst of like, when I have been rejected and when I have, you know, quote failed that I, you know, I am still loved and there is still hope and, and that it's, it doesn't affect on my identity. Like I'm still good enough. Um, so yeah that's been kind of like my journey this year and there have been like multiple job interviews as well that like I've been rejected from and yeah it's just it's been a it's been so many it's been things. so many it's just many felt like things. one thing after yeah, another for you it's like, been like what it's is been, going on yeah you know? yeah so it's been a lot um yeah and it's still pretty fresh but um I definitely feel like there is so much fruit from it that I'm just beginning to see so yeah. yeah it's a year of fruit and creativity and restoration really isn't it of boats and hearts and I don't know all the stuff yeah <laughs> it's kind of the think... inside yeah inside and external kind of Renault mode yeah no seriously I think 
like sometimes I do think maybe the boat is me you know <laughs> yeah I think like we called our boat Navar which is like a Hebrew word that means like a few things it means bring home find rest and make beautiful um and like we're just seeing that played out in our year just yeah. being like bring home and like well bringing our home with us literally but also like about gathering things and like finding home and creating home together um like finding rest like been massive this year just yeah. like the I'm, year the world yeah. was forced to rest and we we chose into it and to experience it in a deeper way and press into that um and also like the make beautiful like taking this ugly narrow boat and like making it beautiful and putting time in and and we've discovered with narrow boat that it's it's never straightforward and that it's always messier than we think and there's always <laughs> more brokenness behind the things that you remove and the nails are rustier yeah. and never come out straightforward and things take longer than you want and then like parallel with that like Jesus uh, is Je so yeah. good yeah. like he we are more than that when, as a do you know what I mean like mm. he's done more than that with us and it's been so much work to do this novo and like every time I'm like and he did more and he's doing more yeah. with me and he you know whereas I'm frustrated like I take back a piece of kitchening home and I'm like I can't believe this damp underneath here he's like you know with me when he does the same with my heart he's like oh I knew this was here and we got a plan yeah you know? it's the like full restoration yeah. of the deep places that we didn't even know stuff was going on behind and I think the, the patience in that as well is like a big learning piece for us um but something really beautiful about it oh guys thank you emily thank you for just being so vulnerable and sharing your heart and your story and i love just how you communicated that pete to make beautiful that just really stands out to me and that part of that journey of like our marriages our lives uh god doing that renovation work in us requires us to say okay jesus here's the broken places in me here's the frail places, the the places of fragility, um, and that acknowledgement is the kind of starting place of healing, of restoration. And I love that you guys are like, hey, we're going to do marriage. We're going to do life together. We don't have to come, um, into, come this, ready, yeah. into this all sorted <laughs> and perfect. Be, There's never yeah. going to be that. And, and for for those of you who are listening, who are wondering about your own journey, your own story, be like, I got to sort this out before I can do anything. It's like, no, like, the, the starting point is to say, okay, I'm willing to, to acknowledge these places of frailty and to, to say, okay, Jesus, would you make this beautiful? Would you do the restoring? And so thank you guys for just modeling that so well in your marriage, in your life. And I love that that's pictured in, even in your boat, like if you see, see the photos and stuff, uh, I mean, Emily and Pete just have a beautiful way of, uh, creating and you're making... both so artistic yeah beautiful things yeah <laughs> like things that i think if i had the same resources i think if i was like you know making my own paint out of the stuff it would go horribly wrong my children would probably laugh at me. <laughs> <laughs> but you managed to like make it just so gorgeous emily and like you're like i didn't even like this picture and i'm like i would happily like create a picture <laughs> like that I think you're very skilled yeah. and i i love that that even the ones you don't like look effortlessly beautiful yeah it's like yeah. if you gave me a charcoal pencil or whatever it would it would basically the best i could do would be stickman um, 
that <laughs> yeah, the gifts is okay <laughs> it would be best best used for fire starting i think <laughs> <laughs> so uh you guys um in and through you know like navigating um you know that restoration journey which for most of us looks like you know journeys of coming from a place of being hurt or rejected like what would um like your couple of um pieces of advice be um for others because i think that's something so just common to our humanity mm. like advice for doing the restoration process yeah like what like once we you acknowledge it like how how do you, how would you say we kind of wrestle like and then lean into that yeah so I think one massive thing for me is being completely honest with like with God so like saying this you know how sometimes we like to come to God and we like to present him our like neatly packaged like prayer and we like to you know be like oh and this is what I did wrong and like no just just no there's a time and place for that but actually when you're going through this kind of raw restoration process which I think for me has been like well the last like five years but like you just come with all your stuff like just bared completely open like don't use the fancy language don't you know just say it how it is and how it feels to you like he's not going to be offended mm. um and he's not going to be surprised um that's my one piece yeah. of advice for me what's and then, yeah no and there's something really powerful about realizing that when you do that god doesn't go anywhere like that he's not scared of it and that the voice of love comes louder and 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 when you thought it would go away, you know, and like letting like, yeah, love into those places um, is, is huge. I think as well, just, I don't know. I think when, when you realize you're on a restoration journey, sometimes it can feel overwhelming being like, oh my goodness, I'm presented with all this brokenness and all this stuff, but actually just trusting that like, Jesus is is big and he's good and he's patient and actually you don't have to deal with everything at once like mm. you can shelve stuff like ask the Holy Spirit what he wants to work on in that moment and what he's doing in that moment and actually like his timing is good like that stuff's been there a long time like he's he's not in a rush I think yeah sometimes we want to rush the healing process and like get where we want to be quickly but but the holy spirit is not in a rush and he's yeah he's he's patient with us and and i think that's definitely definitely a piece of advice i remember hating that piece of advice when you told me i was like you can't shell stuff but now like i think it's such good wisdom <laughs> yeah because otherwise you can just be overwhelmed and mm -hmm. it starts to even become competitive trying to sort out all your stuff as quickly as possible you know um yeah so and I mean sometimes a bit like the boat it's like sometimes it is God's grace that he doesn't show you everything that's wrong all yeah, at, once. at the same time for sure <laughs> <laughs> like if we knew that about the boat we probably wouldn't have brought it oh, but no. like <laughs> <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. I think I think it's the the daily choosing in and choosing I think this this year for me has been about like realizing how how powerful I am to be able to partner with him um and that he is so kind to 
to want to partner with me in restoration, that he doesn't want to just do it all on his own. He wants to involve me in the process. Um, and he, like, he wants me to be the one to choose to allow his love in to those places. Um, and that's, that's been huge. Mm, that's great. Like, yeah, like listening to the voice of love in like the places that feel the most broken. Um, yeah. Amazing. Guys, thank you so much. Love you just taking the time to share your hearts with us, share your wisdom, your story. Mm-hmm. Uh, we really appreciate you guys. We think you're amazing. Mm-hmm. I think um, before before we let them kind of, you know, head off on the next adventure, um, I just wanted to give you guys just a couple of minutes if you wanted to share about some of your vision um, for, you know, essentially tying in the, the physical and the spiritual and very sacramental kind of way um yeah what is what does that look like for you guys vision wise sure yeah so i think creativity is a big part of uh of god and of how how we connect with god um and the divine um so i think we we well one thing we want to start doing is starting running some workshops um this year um, doing like creative workshops and like emotional health workshops and things like that and like inviting people in to make things with their hands but also like go on a kind of soul journey at the same time so we're really excited to like explore all that kind of stuff um yeah and like yeah that's kind of the next stage and then eventually like we've got big dreams of like retreat centers and all sorts of things um but I think in the next year we're yeah thinking workshops and 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 doing loads more creative things yeah um and do some spoon carving workshops and I make paint out of rocks which I also think is kind of biblical but I haven't nailed how it's biblical yet I'm gonna get there (laughs) (laughs) oh I'm really excited uh for for that I love your guys's vision uh we love the call of Jesus on your life and are just so grateful for for you both yeah we're really excited to see how that all unfolds and obviously it'll be beyond what we can just you know do or push through as like people like how Jesus unfolds that so I think that's going to be just beautiful and just so wonderful to see the breath of God um enlivening those things yeah well thank you guys so much for joining us today and taking some time to share we we really appreciate you guys and um we'll for everyone else we'll have the links up with this podcast so you can check out their stories on instagram